Hello, everybody. Welcome to another episode of We Watch Shudder. My name is JD. Who's here with me? It's Michelle. It's Michelle. Michelle, did you do bad things? I always do bad things. Bad things. That's what you're I talking. colored on the wall today. Um, oh, no. I let my eggs spoil uh, before I could fully okay, use ho- them. I just keep buying on. eggs to have them. Hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. That's a statement that needs some clarification. Coloring on the walls? No, the letting your eggs spoil before you could use them. Yeah, at this point, I just always have a carton of eggs in my fridge that will inevitably go oh, bad. Okay, I cook so them. you're you're talking about chicken eggs for food. Did you think I meant like my ovulating <laughs> eggs? <laughs> because also those will spoil before I use them. That's kind of what I was curious about. <laughs> was like, That's a weird place for your brain to go. <laughs> well, Michelle, it's Friday afternoon. It's 2.37 p.m. Why are we recording an episode this early? I don't know. I, I do know, but it's it doesn't matter. Here we are, guys. We're talking. <laughs> you know what we do here. I mean, what do we do with this? You should probably take control of this. Okay, I will take control. Hello, welcome. Excellent. We are we Hi, watch guys. Shutter. <laughs> if you watch Shutter, you're part of the we. Welcome to the we. I just that's why I'm gonna follow or call our followers the we. Yeah, you eat that cracker. Uh, so welcome to the we of we watch Shutter. Um, my name is Michelle, and as you heard earlier, we watch Shutter. Anywho, uh, today wow, we we're good at this Shutter on movie. Friday afternoons. Yeah, Holy shit. We're really good at this. <laughs> um, we watched a new movie. It's called Bad Things. Was it bad or was it good? We'll find out. Uh, JD and I do not know how the other one feels about this, and I am curious. So how about we just read the IMDb description because Let's the Shutter it. description is a nightmare before yeah, we it's give garbage. our spoiler-free thoughts. Okay. Do you want me to read it? I want. Can, can I no. read it? I want to read it. Do you want to? You told me to take control, and I was getting real aggressive about it. I want to read the description. Okay. You Here's the description script for Bad Things 2023, hour 23 minutes. It says, a group of friends go to a hotel for a weekend getaway and soon discover that women do bad things there. A Shutter original. Yep. That's uh. Man, that leaves a lot to the imagination uh, and uh, and not a whole lot of guidance. But that's good because I knew absolutely nothing about this movie as per usual. I uh, I avoided the, the trailers. I didn't read any brief summaries. I went in cold turkey. Uh, Michelle, you want to hit us with your spoiler-free thoughts on bad Ooh. things? What? I'm so surprised to hear you ask me that. Yes, I would love to. (laughs) We never Um, talk about spoiler-free thoughts. I know. So the horror in this movie is great. When it gets cooking, it really, you know, boils water. It cooks it so well, like the water that I should have used to cook my eggs before I let them go bad without cooking them. And before that... It is fairly slow, but I didn't mind it. Um, I thought that it was building up to something. My main issue is that some of the characters are just unlikable. And since it is a good majority of time of them being kind of, well, not unlikable, but just you don't connect to anybody. You don't really care too much about them as people. It felt a little bit shallow. However, aside from disliking them, um, 
not even dislike, just being indifferent to them. I really like the horror part of this. Um, I wanted to like it more than I did, but I am going to land on a four for this one. Four out of five skulls for Michelle on bad things. Um, I, I'm in a similar position to you. Like there, I, I feel like there is plenty to like uh, about this film. Uh, I, uh, I, I think, uh, obviously we won't mention it specifically, but there's a, uh, there's a parallel happening here to another story that you've probably heard before or are familiar with that, uh, jumps to the forefront immediately as the, as the story plays out, uh, but, uh, is, is unique in its own ways. I agree with you. The, uh, the, the horrifying moments were definitely, uh, kind of, uh, 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 uh kind of heavy, uh, really, really well applied to the rest of the film. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, and look, frankly, uh, I, uh, this is a, a, a queer film. The, uh, the writer director, Stuart Thorndike is, a, is an openly, uh, queer filmmaker and, uh, and, uh, there are very much, uh, those themes or some of those types of themes running through, uh, this film and it comes from that perspective and I have no doubt whatsoever uh, that as a, 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 a cishet white man, uh, I, I, there are probably levels of this that I'm just not equipped to understand or, or see exactly. Uh, not even not to understand, but just that don't necessarily resonate with me uh, because I don't have that perspective. Uh, and so I didn't fully connect with this a lot. I, I think I followed pretty well what was happening. Uh, and I really appreciate the, the, the technique involved here. There are moments that I thought were really, really great. Uh, but overall, uh, this uh, um, uh, didn't really connect. I, I, I'm going in at a, a three and a half on this one. Okay, three and a half from JD, four from me. That brings us to an average of 3.75 skulls out of five. Have you that ever is... found a three-quarter skull before, JD? Just like out on your adventures? Uh, I know? have never found... Uh, oh, I take that back. I did, in fact, uh, find a skull on one of my adventures one time. Uh, but it was uh, some sort of small rodent skull, and it was definitely not a three-quarters oh. skull. Oh, that's disappointing. Would a three-quarters human skull just human be skull. like... Would that just be like yeah. the skull without the bottom jaw? Would that basically be like a three-quarters human skull? Oh, I was thinking huge cranial injury that is the reason they result in being a skull and no longer a full human being. Oh, okay. So like uh, like, like uh, cutting off the top like in, uh, in that one Hannibal Lecter movie with Ray Liotta. Wow, we are not connecting because, no, I was thinking a gigantic piano falling from the sky oh. um, like they do in so many movies and they, they kill you. Um, that was a trope that used to exist and that was a weird trope. Weird days in movie of things falling from the sky and murdering Clear, you. Clearly, Michelle's, Michelle's body trauma fear lies in uh, being crushed and or penetrated or smashed uh and my fear mine, is being penetrated <laughs> my mine lies in uh having parts of yourself removed that's uh that's wow. <laughs> i'm so glad we got to the therapeutic part of this episode early every Have time i feel like i unlock something early or like unlock something within my psyche <laughs> that i didn't know and wow 
We got to it. We Crazy. got right to it. All right. So anyway, <laughs> well, bad shall things. Shall we get to it with this movie? <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you guys want to watch this movie before we, we tear it up with a bunch of spoilery things, uh, you're going to want to hit that pause button right about now. All right. Uh, maybe you went to see it. Maybe you come back. Uh, maybe you didn't go to see it and you just stuck around. It doesn't matter. This is where we get spoilery. Michelle, why don't you uh, uh, try to summarize the plot for those people who didn't bother to go watch Bad Things? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I'm going to have more crackers. Uh, you go eat your crackers. It's you lunchtime, guys. My blood sugar's low. Okay, you go eat. It is 2.45. It's past lunchtime. Anyway... Gail Rankin. Uh, Not the way I sleep. <laughs> Anywho. Uh, she inherits a hotel that was from her mother and it was, or from her grandmother, specifically skipped her mother. And now she is arguing with her girlfriend about whether they want to sell it or they want to keep it. So they go to this desolate motel with some friends to just kind of hang out and also explore the hotel. And then, as the name implies, bad things happen. Specifically, murder things happen. And where's Gail's mom? Well, she was Molly Ringwald all along. There's a chainsaw. It's pretty cool. The end. You're so ah, 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 ah. <laughs> There's a chainsaw. It's pretty cool. The end. That's yeah. um. I feel like that's where I start caring. There's just so much drama. At the beginning, for the first 50 minutes, there's very little horror. Although there are, um, the one girl is having illusions and, or illusions, hallucinations. Uh, and there's some creepiness to the hotel. And as you were going to mention, it is similar to The Shining. Everybody is comparing it to The Shining. And I think that's why people didn't like it as much as they should have. Because if you're comparing it to like a really good movie like The Shining or at least like a classic horror oh, sure. film, uh, people are going to be disappointed. So don't compare it to The Shining, even though it is clearly comparable to The Shining. Yeah, and I, I um, think it's yeah. uh, I think it's important that we point out uh, some of the uh, uh, the uh, emotional sort of more uh, uh, dramatic elements of the connections here. So you've got uh, you, you've got Ruthie. Uh, who is uh, Gail Rankin, uh, and Ruthie's girlfriend is Cal, uh, and then they have their friend, uh, um, uh, what's the friend's IMDb name? IMDb does Whoa. not list the names, which sucks. They have the names of young <sighs> Ruthie, Why model I... joggers, Hector Gomez, and Halleck. None of those are, are huge characters. I am... Ringwald isn't even given a name. It's bullshit. Why are the names not on IMDb? Well, also, who the fuck did Holland Smith play? Because Molly they Ringwald don't have a name, the and I don't recognize them. Yeah, but like the name is not on IMDb, and I'm very, very mad about it. That's Because I don't remember fair. names. That's I have IMDb fair. pulled up every time we do this, these episodes, <laughs> and it's not helpful. So from now on, they are Gail Rankin, Hari Neff, by the way. Hari Neff, gorgeous. Love Hari Neff. Just watched Hari Neff be a big part of The Idol, which is a TV show starring The Weeknd, who I adore, and yet The Idol, fucking awful show. I recommend it to everybody. Um, the weekend is supposed to be this dark, mysterious man, but instead he comes off as the weird kid from high school who wore a fedora and hissed at people in the hallway. He is not charming. There is no reason for people to be attracted to them. I don't know how the weekend managed to be so unappealing, but he is clearly supposed to be appealing. They fail so much. It is a great 
awful TV show. Also, real, Lily Rose Depp is great. But unfortunately, The weekend is such a fucking weirdo that it is hard <laughs> to enjoy the movie. Or well, enjoy the first show. of all, so, he calls, calls himself The weekend, uh, but just with mm-hmm. the first two E's. The weekend E. That's, that's, that, yep. that, that should have been our, our first guess. Anyway, I appreciate you stalling for time with that wonderful story, Michelle, because as it turns out, yeah. all the characters' names are right in that uh, Shudder uh, uh, novel that we didn't read at the beginning of the episode. So, yeah, that's you've got planning. you got Ruthie, uh, who has uh, inherited this hotel from her grandmother, uh, and then uh, she goes with her girlfriend, Cal, and their friend, Maddie, and then Maddie has brought along this other lady named Fran, uh, and it seems like Cal and uh, and Ruthie don't even really like Fran, and not even sure why it's there. And then uh, so so Ruthie is dating Cal, and then Fran is trying to hook up with Ruthie, and there's a scene at one point where it becomes clear, at least to me, maybe I just misunderstood it, but it seems like. Maddie specifically brought Fran there to try and fuck Ruthie behind Cal's back to prove to Cal that Ruthie can't be trusted because apparently Ruthie cheated on Cal one time before. Did I follow that correctly? I believe so. Also, you missed the huge part that I believe that Maddie is trying to hook up with Cal. I mean, obviously, that whole plot implies it about like showing that they're unfaithful. But Maddie, I think used to date Cal. Okay, here's here's the thing about this. This feels like my friendships where we're like, wait, they're dating now. I thought they used to hook up. (laughs) And I think that's why I was so like, oh, my God, no, because it's so similar in my real life of like you two are dating now. Okay, how does so-and-so feel about that oh they don't like it oh no we're all at a party together i felt like this feels like my life if i had friends theoretically are you saying you which i don't you don't have friends everybody i'm friends with is actually imaginary so i put them in these situations and then i get annoyed that they're in these situations i don't have friends i have people who tolerate me all right fair enough so anyway bad things this is the movie we're talking about so we get through all of that uh, stuff and the, it is drama developing, but um, I'm still not 100% certain I fully understand, like, okay, first of all, were all four of those people at the hotel, all four of those characters, Ruthie, Cal, Maddie, and Fran, are all four of those real people? Yes. I never thought that they weren't. Okay, because there was a moment there where I got the impression that they might have been trying to make me think that Fran wasn't even real and was just a figment of Ruthie's imagination. But I was like, that doesn't make any sense because there seems like sequences where lots of people interacted with her. Uh, and so, yeah, I, I, I like yeah, obviously... Yeah, they have conversations about Fran. Fran is on the phone where like it's shown that Ruthie was hooking up with them. I think and, Fran is real. And then there's that uh, that whole sequence uh, where uh, Ruthie ends up in that weird uh, boardroom with uh, what we now clearly understand is the ghost of her mom uh, and those two <laughs> dudes coming to try and talk about, like, 
was that actually happening or are we supposed to believe a certain amount of this was all just taking place in Ruthie's head? I feel like I didn't fully understand what was happening here. That part, I feel, was supposed to be confusing to the viewer at the point. But then when it is revealed that Molly Ringwald is her fucking mother, but also, like, uh, what's her face? Hari Neff, um, Cal, had sent her videos of her mom. I don't know. But uh, that, oh, God, this movie is so convoluted. And it adds confusion, which is good because you're supposed to feel confused. But at the end, it's confusion that doesn't feel deliberate. And that sucks. It, well, and, oh, yeah, because you build up to the big climax. And the big climax is, I don't know about you, but for the longest time, I got the, like, it felt like they were trying to make us believe that this hotel was kind of off by itself out in the middle of nowhere. Maybe I just missed something, uh, but just kind of an isolated location. And then right at the very end, uh, when we get to the big, bloody, violent chainsaw bit, uh, we realize that, oh, no, it's just right there across the street from a strip mall. And then she chases Maddie and Cal into the strip mall parking lot and proceeds to chainsaw them into oblivion in the middle of the daytimes. In the middle of a, I wouldn't say busy, but definitely active strip mall parking lot with people walking around in the background and just nobody responding at all. Is this like a, like an American psycho thing? Like this didn't, ha- see, this is what I'm getting at. Mm. Like I, I thought I just, I didn't leave the movie with an overall feeling of any kind of really like I'll be, I, I get the basics right. Ruthie went nuts, killed her mom. Uh, there's clearly some levels of neglect and stuff going on there. Uh, there was even a point where I started to to think that maybe that dude who showed up looking for her mom uh, was a figment of her imagination. I thought it, uh, like I had a real terrifying uh, few minutes where I was like, this is going to end up being one of those things where this is all in her head and she's actually in a mental hospital and they're trying to work like one of those really terrible early 2000s movies that everybody tried to do. Thankfully, that didn't happen. But no, I just I'm I, I don't feel like I have a full grasp of exactly what really was going on here. I don't know that that's really necessary because I, I think the confusion definitely works to an extent. Uh, but yeah, from a, the emotional standpoint, like you were talking about earlier, the dramatic bits all felt kind of slow. They didn't really resonate me. And again, I have to wonder how much of that is just because this is uh, a story being told about a, uh, about characters and from a perspective that I don't personally have connection to. Mm, yeah, I mean, I could get uh, that there's a perspective that you don't understand, but at the same time, I'm not sure if that's it and if they were just too convoluted. That's Given that the rest of the story is very convoluted, um, it feels like it's just not fully fleshed out. There's a little too much detail, a little too much history that we're not in on because it almost at one point sounds like uh, Maddie used to date Cal and that's why Cal or Maddie is trying to get Cal back and there's that whole 
plot, but there's so much and there's not enough time to cover it, despite the fact that nothing really happens for 15 minutes. Yeah, I, I do find myself wondering if maybe there wasn't at one point a, a, a slightly longer version of this film that uh, maybe got you know, revised down in the writing process or things got left on the cutting room floor or something. That definitely is always a possibility. Or maybe this is just, you know, what they they aim for. Again, not a bad movie. I, I think it's worth seeing once for anybody, even if it doesn't end up connecting with you the way it did for me. Uh, what I do know is uh, I'm pretty sure uh, this is uh, Stuart Thorndike's uh, uh, feature debut. Am I wrong about that? They've done other work. Let me go see. I'm just checking on the IMDb here. Yeah, this Lyle. is the... Lyle was the first. Oh, yeah. They they had uh, Lyle back in 2014 and then did yeah. some uh, some TV work uh, and some shorts. But, uh, no, I... Uh, uh, in fact, I'm, now I'm curious. I may uh, I may go check out uh, this... Uh, uh, this Lyle, just because, again, I, uh, I, there was enough here for me to be curious to see what Stuart Thorndike, uh, uh, what other work uh, they have available. And so uh, I will definitely be keeping an eye on that name. If this had been just a half hour long and it started out the 50 minute mark and then it ended, I probably would have given it a five. I love the horror of this. Yeah. I like when things pick up. I like, I mean, there's some intense stuff. That wrist slashing part was, oh, man. Oh, yeah. I actually audibly yeah, went gruesome. like, oh, my God. And just the way that they're sitting there as the guy comes around the corner uh, holding a chainsaw. Um, it was very uh, Michael Myers-esque of, I oh, don't yeah. need to rush. And I they... can get you. There's no need to run after you. What I really Oof. like about that that arm slashing scene is they check off the hell out of that, right? Like they showed you that mm -hmm. chopping tool in the kitchen forever before. And then at least for me, by the time we actually got to it, I had completely forgotten about, about that thing. But then, of course, I immediately recognize it as soon as I see it. Uh, yeah. And yeah, once so, it gets into the horror, it's so fucking so, good. Oh, I so, just would have liked more of that. I, I got to I got to ask you straight out then. Like, mm hmm. Did Fran come back and kill those people, or did Ruthie kill those people? Uh, which one is like oh, the Fran dude? Again? Fran the is, dude, oh, the like grifter. the dude who got chainsawed in the kitchen. Yeah, was that Ruthie uh, Gail Rankin, or was that Fran, uh, the one who was trying to fuck Gail Rankin? I totally thought it was Ruthie the whole time. I would okay. like to hear your theory of why you think it's Fran. No, I don't have a theory. My point is oh. I didn't have any concrete theory either way. I got little hints or suggestions of, of you know, because they're, they're positing that, you know, Fran is, in, or mm -hmm. Ruthie is insisting it's Fran. Uh, they're insisting that, like, there there's that scene where they, they uh, where Maddie and Cal hold Ruthie down and tie her up. Uh, that, again, makes me feel like, they, it's one of those things that made me think this was going to end up being like, a, oh, she's crazy, or there's something going on. She's uh, uh, schizophrenic, or or something, uh, and she's like a lot of this is just happening in her head, and they're just trying to stop her from hurting herself. There's so many little things like that along the way that made me just completely uncertain uh, of, of what was happening here. And I, yeah. uh, I feel like a broken record at this point, but I just keep <laughs> thinking of examples of, uh, of stuff. Uh, yeah, no, I, I totally get it. Cause there is a lot that 
I mean, it was supposed to be kind of convoluted and complicated, but I feel like they overdid it and missed the mark. There was a certain point where they could have stopped, and even if they made me sit through the 50 minutes of the beginning, it wasn't awful. It was just slow and building tension, and I really didn't mind. It reminded me a lot of, like, blizzards back in my small town i felt the isolation which is why to me them winding up in a strip mall i was like oh did they just have a blizzard or was it a small town on a sunday the day before right. and so nobody was out and about right. um like i i just the environment of this really resonated with me and the way that they use sound in this to give it kind of like it the sound helped emphasize how empty this place was it almost echoed um, and there was so much to like, but then I just, I never really cared about the characters except Hari Neff, who I just, I love. I, I thought she was very relatable, but the other people were just unlikable straight up at times. Like, the yeah, man is just well, yeah, to mess up a relationship and Ruthie is just blah. Yeah, you've got Ruthie who cheated on her on, on Cal once before and almost does again. You have Maddie, who has brought somebody along specifically to try and get her in between uh, Cal and Ruthie. And then you've got Fran, who was like, yeah, I'll go along with that plot. Cal's the only one here who's, like, not being some kind of an asshole. <laughs> yeah, they haven't uh, cheated uh, on anybody. They're not trying to break up a relationship. They're trying to fix their own. They're trying to yeah. say, you know, my partner has wronged me, but I want to get this back on track. They're doing nothing wrong, and everybody else, I think, in comparison, that's why I'm like, why is Cal the only good person? Everybody yeah. else just kind of sucks, and if we had more Cals and I cared about them getting murdered, I mean, even the, the mom's boyfriend who shows up, I'm like, why do I care about you? You seem very clingy from the way that it's implied and you've been taken advantage of by the mom but she's like well I told you not to give her money he doesn't seem very smart or charismatic even that guy showing up I didn't even care who the joggers were I did not resonate with them at all they're just running in place what's their story are they dating I got questions I don't got answers well then and another thing it's like okay so I get towards the end you know when uh, when old Ruthie or older Ruthie sees younger Ruthie and they connect everything with younger Ruthie, uh, asking for a hug like uh, like older Ruthie did in the scene with uh, with the mom ghost or or whatever. Uh, but like, so is younger Ruthie a ghost that inhabits this hotel? Is younger Ruthie just a figment of older Ruthie's imagination? If younger Ruthie is just a figment of older Ruthie's imagination, why the fuck was Fran seeing all those ghosts? Like Fran saw all the ghosts of the people in the dining room and the little kid who was like, oh, my fingers feel weird. <laughs> like if this is all supposed to like, was the place haunted or was it all in Fran's in Ruthie's head? We don't know. We don't know. I don't know. I truly don't. So that's uh, <laughs> that's bad things, guys. Uh, like I said, I think I feel like it's definitely worth a watch. There's uh, shout out by the way. There's some really cool. Uh, it's very obviously shining referential, uh, but definitely establishes its own spins on those things. I like the way uh, they take the uh, uh, they kind of uh, turn the the blood uh, uh, fountains and everything from. Uh, 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 
The Shining into uh, like a, a lactation thing, I guess, is the only real way to say it. Uh, that I thought was kind of uh, creepy and weird in its in its own way, but also you know a motherly spin on things, considering the story we got going on here. Uh, all the hallway shots were cool. Uh, uh, also, uh, of course, you put a chainsaw in anybody's hands, and I'm al- always down for that. And they just chainsaw the hell out of somebody getting showered in blood. Yeah, good times. Yeah. Uh, but uh, so yeah, I go. Think the I, things that it it tries to recreate about The Shining are very good recreations. It's yeah. clearly an homage to it. But God, I wish they hadn't done it, and God, I wish people didn't make those connections uh-huh. because yeah. it's like they're trying to add the confusion of The Shining, but right. they didn't do that. They went, oh, well, we'll just pay homage to The Shining and have that same level of confusion, right. but they didn't do it correctly. I, I would have liked this a lot more if it had zero connections to The Shining, and it was just unique I ideas. Um, it's clearly like oh, the the joggers are standing in the hallway jogging in place like the twins just standing there there's a lot of stuff and oh man i wish they hadn't done it because then we automatically compare it to a masterpiece <laughs> right it's definitely that's, not a masterpiece yeah that's not always going to work in your favor so well yeah. still overall a 3.75 skull movie that's definitely a very positive review uh for uh for the film uh you know go also uh, the horror moments are are big, but the the splatter is low. I mean, there's some blood here. Um, there are a couple of, of there's of, a squelching. Uh, yeah, there's a squelching there, and there, but it's an off-screen squelching. squelching. Uh, there's some oh, blood splatter. There's a little bit yeah. of uh, of uh, open wounds, uh, but ultimately the gore here is is pretty light. A lot of the violence is implied very successfully. So even if you're a little on the squeamish side, I think this is one that you might be able to mostly handle. All right, guys. Not super out there. So that's uh, uh, that's that's uh, bad things. Uh, wrapping up sep or August, <laughs> September. Uh, <laughs> that's bad things for this week. We're wrapping up August next week with what, Michelle? Kuso. Kuso. Seventeen. I'm very very excited. Yes. I've not seen it. Going back to check out the Flying Lotus film Kuso. Uh, Flying Lotus did that uh, awesome segment in the most recent VHS. It was VHS 94 or 99? Uh, one of the 90s. One. Yeah, it's the brand newest 99. one. No, 94. Uh, with the uh, the weird game show and all the crazy puppets. and uh, Very much looking forward to that feature. Uh, that's going to be uh, archive title because we don't have a new release next week. And then uh, Shudder just dropped... Uh, the schedule uh, for uh, new films uh, coming out in September. And guys, we got new movies every week in September. It's mm-hmm. pretty nuts. Michelle, do you have the list up in front of you by chance? Nope, of course not. Of course not. That's all right. I can get it. It's um, right. The I, thing is, so the last couple of months they have swapped on the very last day of the month this and released is true. a new schedule. This so is true. I'm just not trusting the schedules that they put out until it is September because uh, they switched quicksand. It wasn't released on my birthday. They completely changed up August. We did not get birth and, or birth rebirth and whatever the other one was. 
So until it is the first of the month, I am just waiting. Uh, I am biding my time. I am not getting my hopes up for anything. Uh, I was supposed to be a perpetrator in the first week of uh, September, which would have been Alicia Silverstone's um, latest thing. I love her. I'm glad she's making a comeback. But I, I'm not going to get my hopes up until I see it <laughs> on the Shutter website. They keep changing it up. I can't handle it. I'm a planner. I can't make plans. I'm just not going to plan anymore. Just what they give me is what I get. Well, I am definitely uh, a, 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 you know, put too many eggs in one basket kind of guy. So I'm going to tell you guys, coming up in September, five new releases, one for each weekend. You got Perpetrator, followed by Bloodflower, followed by Elevator Game, followed by The Angry Black Girl and Her Monster, which is a fabulous title. I'm very excited about that. And then Nightmare. The final week, and that leads us all the way up to Spooktober. Michelle, we got to get cracking on those Spooktober short episodes. Yeah, I guess. I do have to say that the angry black girl and her monster and what was the second one you mentioned? Bloodflower. Um, Bloodflower are things that have both been on my list for a while, as well as Perpetrator, which is why <laughs> I'm not getting my fucking hopes up because Shudder will dash them and they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. Um, did you want to get your hopes up for this thing? Well, you can't have it. And it's mean. And I'm not doing it anymore. Okay, not that's doing fair. it, J.D. I'm not getting excited from this point forward. No excitement from fair me. enough. So you what I was have it. What I was ultimately trying to transition into is that Spooktober's coming up, and we're going to be doing, as we've told you before, uh, we're going to be uh, doing uh, mini episodes about short horror films uh, every day that we don't have a new Shutter release uh, in the month of October. Uh, so but we're s- what for a true homage to Shutter, I feel like we should release a schedule of short films and then not stick to it. You're just you're just gonna keep coming back to this <laughs> every opportunity. I'm, I'm so mad at them. I'm gonna write I'm just, an angry letter. <laughs> Michelle, I'm I'm just trying to tell people we're still taking requests. Proceed. We're still Proceed. taking requests and suggestions. But we're not gonna use them. <laughs> we'll take the requests, but we're not using them. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're taking requests for Spooktober. Why haven't you told them yet, JD? That's important information that should have been revealed by now. Why are we still talking about Shudder's terrible planning? Let's talk about how we're taking requests for Spooktober, shall we? God, get to it. (laughs) Say goodnight, Michelle. Oh, wait, wait. (laughs) You're not going to tell them we're taking requests? I'm sorry. I've yes, we're everything. taking requests. You know where yeah. to find us. We're on social medias. We're on emails. All the details are in the thing at the end. Listen to the thing at the end. Contact us. Let us know what you'd like us to do. Is there anything else we need to talk about on a Friday afternoon? No. Okay, cool. I'm going to go uh, look at the barbecue and get this episode ready to go before I drive all the way to Ortonville, Minnesota to host a trivia game. That sounds like a boring place to be. Ah, oh, it's going to be a good time. Uh, anyway, guys, thank you. Oh, I meant Ortonville, <laughs> not your trivia. I wow. I did not mean trivia. I meant Ortonville sounds like a, a blast. Ortonville's pretty dope. They got this place uh, that was, I guess, like one of the very first pizza ranch restaurants. But then they had a falling out with pizza ranch corporate. 
<laughs> and now they just operate under their own name, but they still order all their stuff from the pizza ranch supplier. Oh, shit. And the place is all decorated like a pizza ranch, so it might as well just be a pizza ranch. It's just not called a okay, pizza ranch. Okay, I'm going ranch. to Ortonville. Yep, yeah. you've convinced me. That's pretty dope. Okay. Anyway, uh, so that's uh, that's more than you guys needed to know. This has been Bad Things. Now say g- good good afternoon, Michelle. Good afternoon, Michelle. We Watch Shudder is a production of Rat Factory Media, your home for all of today's Rat Factoryist podcasts. The views and opinions of the hosts and guests of We Watch Shudder are their own and do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of Rat Factory Media. But wait, aren't Rat Factory Media and We Watch Shudder the same people? Shut your cake hole, Charlie. Nobody asked you. We Watch Shudder is available free on all major podcast platforms, and the easiest way to support We Watch Shudder is also free. Just leave a rating and review on your platform of choice. Merge your consciousness with ours on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter. We're at We Watch Shutter on all those social media platforms. Or find us the old-fashioned way on the web at WeWatchShutter.com or by email at mail at WeWatchShutter.com. Heck, you can even leave us a voicemail at 701-566-9510. No, seriously, 701-566-9510. Try it if you dare.